0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I am so grateful for that. You want to tell me what the real deal is? I've been, but, I've been nothing. I've been nothing but nice to you. If she's your true supporter and has been nothing but supportive of you. Why would you choose to go there last night? This was about the earrings. When I saw that, that was a concrete thing. When I saw the receipt, that it came out of Girardi Keyes. Let me tell you something about that story. It's a year and a half old. This came up this week. We've all been talking that, about but it But you're all not week. even talking about, wait. It is about showing compassion, that's all. The case that you want me to have empathy for is not the same people. There's an impropriety of funds. There's no- There are victims in that. I don't know you an explanation about what's going on. As a matter of fact, today was a great day. Erica Girardi was dismissed. This is not considered a win for Erica. So we should not be sitting here celebrating, especially when there's still victims out there. And no matter what, whoever gets exonerated, <laughs> that's still- <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills edition. Um, I'm just going to issue a disclaimer right now. The sound might not be great. I know you guys have been um, reaching out, some of you nice, some of you less so, <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm in a hotel in um, a, a city in America, and so I'm doing the best we can, I can here working on fumes, and I got the air conditioning off. I'm, I'm doing what I can, y'all, so bear with me. Um, and also, I will be working on the sound in the future. It, don't come for me. We're all just doing the best we can, okay? <laughs> um, let's get into this episode, because, like, God, I mean, awful. Just awful behavior all around, with, of course, the exception being Garcelle Crystal, who really is... Deserves. The MVP, I think, for the season. And Sutton. I mean, clearly, they were just beautiful angels. Incredible. Perfect. Linja, Evangelista. And the other ones are... No. Let's talk about it. Um, So, what happened last week? What happened last week? Um, The ladies are on their last days of Aspen. The Aspen trip. This incredible aspen trip that apparently means a lot to kyle more than probably anybody ever knew but uh they're coming off of erica doing her like lost in hollywood and you guys don't see the truth fuck you guys i don't care about anybody but me and so now in this episode we're seeing the aftermath of all of that so first we see Kyle she's talking to Lisa saying that she's absolutely tortured from the night before so we see a flashback from 10 hours earlier like I said Erica's just screaming about how there are potential victims which is really like something that's going to ring in my head for the rest of the day at least um, which Kyle says that the moment Erica said that there were potential victims that was what broke her So they're continuing their conversation. Kyle's telling Lisa that she knew Erica didn't want her to say anything or speak up. But like, how could she not? And so Lisa says, I actually did say something to Erica on our ride back after I, you know, shuttled her out of that house. And we see footage of Lisa saying that basically, look, everybody knows that you had nothing to do with the situation. But there are victims And you need to be able to separate the two. And so Erica asked Lisa, didn't I do that nine months ago? "Mm, Not really. (laughs) Not really. Um, So then we get over to the the rental where uh, Sutton and Garcelle and Cherie are talking to Crystal. And they're all talking about how they were actually trying to help Erica. The night before, and how they also noticed that Kyle was trying to like get her out of things by like leading the conversation in a certain way, and it just n- nothing good happened. Crystal says that things just elevated to the point where Erica was getting erratic and you know, toothpaste out of the tube, you can't put it back in, you know what I mean? So then we see Dereet and Erica, so now we're like a true house divided. They're at Diana's hotel. There's Kleenex on the bed. Like Erica's giving her full moment of trying to elicit some sort of sympathy out of the audience. Didn't work. Um, so she's talking about how you know, the attacks, the attacks that are coming from her for her, they're so vicious and she has to fight them like a lion. Ugh. I hate this Erica. I hate this, like, mafia, Um, I got the eye of the tiger, we're fighting this, I'm a warrior. Like, no the fuck you're not. (laughs) You're a wealthy woman on vacation while your um, lawyers are back in L.A. uh, doing whatever for you. Like, this is not a war. It's a lawsuit. So Dorit tells Erica that maybe it was Kyle, maybe that Kyle was looking for Erica to have I don't know a little bit of compassion and Erica says that people are trying to make her do things and force her and ask her to do things that she can't do that she's not legally allowed to. Um, So here's my thing. Like you, you're allowed to say that you don't care about anybody but yourself. You're allowed to call these victims, these dead people, these irrefutably dead people, potential victims and say that we don't know the truth and uh, we don't know if they've gotten their money or not. And you're not allowed to say that you feel sorry for them. If this is true, baby, I think you might need new lawyers like uh, sweet James. He might be better from orange County. Uh, Salino, Morgan and Morgan, any of them seem a lot more helpful <laughs> than uh, this alleged advice that you're getting from your lawyers. I, I'm i not a lawyer, but I've never heard shit like that in my life. And then Erica goes into her warrior victim mode again and complaining about how everybody's just expecting her to curl up and be nice, but she's not going to apologize for shit. And then she asked to read if anybody's going to apologize when all everything's said and done and she's innocent and you know, how everybody just wants to forgive and forget because she's not going to do that shit. Doreet has just been staring at her this whole time. Like, there's no defense for what Erica's saying. I'm not sure why Dorit feels such a need to be a support to her. Like, you got to be able to tell your friends that they're acting like assholes. None of them said anything to her behind the scenes like <laughs> it's it's shocking to me how she's coming off, how she's choosing to come off <laughs> cuz this is clearly very calculated and still it's a big flopiana for me. And well, now we're in a situation where it's like three houses in Aspen all grouped up. So we got my dream, my team, the dream team, Crystal, Garcelle, Sutton, uh, Sh- honorable mention for Cherie <laughs> in the rental house, Kyle's with Lisa and Kathy, because we find out later that Erica left, and Erica's now with Dorit and Diana in that hotel room. So, I mean... It would be a lie for me to say that I'm actually loving this. Like, I've been calling for the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The monopoly that is the Fox Force 5 to be broken up a little bit. And so, frankly, this episode was, uh, really cathartic for me. I loved it. So anyway, the Dream Team goes to the cafe. Queen Crystal orders my go-to order, a, a hot chai latte with an almond. No. <laughs> a hot chai latte with a plain croissant, which has been my go-to order for a couple months. I do. This is why I said almond. I like to switch it up with the almond croissant every now and again. But um, yeah, I'm like big on croissants lately. Are you guys big on croissants? Sound off in the comments if you like croissants. <laughs> Does anybody like bread? Have you heard of it? Um, so I said last week that Kyle has it all wrong with regards to the audience reaction to Kathy and she keeps perpetuating this narrative of like Kathy is this bumbling idiot who needs to be wrangled or babysat at all times and like lol isn't she stupid and I think Kathy's picking up on that and this is a lot of the reason why um, what happened happened okay so they're walking by they I mean Kathy Kyle and uh, Lisa are walking to this cafe, but Kathy has found um, that the sneaker wedges that she was sold are actually not like all terrain. They're actually um, basically the opposite of what you would want to walk on with three inches of, of ice, but whatever. So Kyle's having the time of her life laughing at her sister about this. And when they get to the cafe, Kathy's gone so then kyle does this whole thing about how when she was growing up kathy used to just wander into stores to the point where she thought it was her fault that she lost kathy but you're an adult now you're fine okay like i just don't i don't even i've you know as a black (laughs) we're all just like waiting this whole Kathy thing out. It's been a struggle for, for many of us, I think, but like this Kyle coming for Kathy and acting like she's fucking stupid or like she um, doesn't know how to properly dress or whatever. And I thought about this more like how she keeps roasting Kathy for what she's wearing. Kyle thinks that Aspen is it, it's like a humble brag for her, right? It, it's like, I made it. We have a house in Aspen and, uh, you know, you guys should all be really impressed by that. So the fact that Ka- Kathy um, treats this like a mountain town that's not so casual or that is casual infuriates Kyle. It infuriates her because she feels like in her mind somewhere deep down that this like invalidates her status of of having a home in Aspen and that's really funny to me. It's really funny. And it really probably irks Kyle that, you know, Kathy could walk into any room with some sort of reusable shopping bag and she'll still get the better invites, the more always be more in the in crowd than Kyle will. In her best um chemosabi hat or uh, Gucci belt. Like She's just never going to have that impact. You know what I mean? That's sad, baby. That's sad. So once everybody's together, Kyle tells the ladies that when she got back to her house that night, the night before, she got back like 15 minutes after Erica and Lisa and them left. And by the time she got back to the house, all of Erica's shit was gone. And she's not happy about that. She's like... I am assuming that Dorit and Diana must have helped her because Erica had all these trunks that she brought up. So how is it that they left before I even, you know, had time to notice them? And so she's like pissed about that. She's mad at Dorit because of this tangentially. We'll more on that later. So Crystal asks any, everybody have y'all spoken to Erica since last night? And Lisa says that she texted her to ask if she was okay. And that Erica responded, no. So at this point, like I said, the house is divided and I'm loving it. But Kyle tells everybody that she's going to be taken down, like I said, to a store named Chemosabi. And in my real-time thoughts watching the show, I was like, oh, I bet it's a f- stupid hat store. And then I started listening. She's like, oh, yeah, talking about the hats. I'm like, God, of course. Of course, Kyle would latch onto a store called Kemosabi that sold like high end cowboy hats. when the gentrification is this store, it's weird, and I gotta tell you guys, I actually looked it up to see if Kemosabi was offensive, like an offensive term, and I pulled up this article that said it's from nine. 9- uh, 2004, um, in I think Canada, yeah. says so the Canadian court has ruled that Kemosabi, the name given to the Lone Rager by his friend Tonto in the 1950s Western, is not a racist term. The ruling has been delivered by the Nova Scotia Court of Appeal in a case involving a native Canadian woman who complained that the manager of the store where she worked had called her Kemosabi. Her boss said that he under, understood the word to simply mean trusty friend. And so they went to court over this. And after the commission watched hundreds of hours of Lone Ranger episodes, they decided that Kemosabi, um, in conjunction with the uh, province's Human Rights Commission, that it was not a racist term. But there's just like the optics of... Um, A bunch of, like, wealthy white people selling, like, quote-unquote cowboy gear and then using some, like, vaguely native term for their store. Like, it just doesn't, something about it doesn't feel good to me, even if, you know, a small Canadian court disagrees. So over at the hotel, um, sorry. It's chair's breaking over at the hotel uh dorit is asking erica if she wants to go to the store since like kyle playing this whole fucking thing okay and erica says she don't want to go to the hat store i don't want to look at hats and i'm with you girl i, I don't want to look at hats either but she's like i just don't want to be around anybody who said what they said to me last night <laughs> okay so for whatever reason Dorit says in a confessional that Erica can't win for losing and people really want her to be more contrite, but Erica has her reasons for doing what she does and everything she says is just going to be scrutinized everywhere. Anyway. So yeah, like why not just be an asshole? Right. <laughs> I- I've never seen anybody be like, uh, you're not going to like me anyway. So I'm just going to be the worst version. Cause who cares? <laughs> right? um, Diane even tries to throw Erica a softball by... Like, really get into the ground floor. Like, hypothetical situation. Let's attempt to think outside of ourselves, Erica. Okay, here we go. You ready? Okay, Erica, let's pretend like this situation was not happening to you. Tom didn't do what he did, and you're just hearing about the story of a woman who this situation is happening to. Would you feel bad? (laughs) Erica basically just stonewalls Diana and is basically just like, you know, it has to go through the process and I'm just so tired of saying that over and over again and, you know, I'm getting my kick, my ass kicked every day by the court of public opinion. Yeah, and you know what you're doing it? Like, you're posting pictures of your ass and telling people to, like, put their tongues in it. That's how you're responding and that's why people aren't responding well in kind. And this is the first time... Probably the last time I'm going to re- agree with Diana when she says in a confessional that regardless of whether or not Erica is guilty or innocent, you just can't say that you don't care about the victims because it's not the right thing to say. And Diana says, I really hope that Erica doesn't mean it, but she does. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> like, she does. There's cannot possibly be another way for people to communicate to Erica that this is not a good look. And she keeps acting like people want to come for her and like, they're not respecting the court of law, but there is a court of public opinion and it's not, um, I don't know. It's like not something to to act like you're a victim of like, this is an irrefutably bad situation. And They're going, like, I I don't get it. I don't get why she doesn't get it. You know what I mean? It's shocking to me that she still has these feelings of what, like, us, the public, are quote-unquote trying to do to her. I, I really can't make sense of it, you guys. I really can't. And even taking everybody out of this, like, let's take everybody out of this, but Erica and the judge. If you saw, As a judge, her social media behavior regarding all of this, wouldn't you factor that in, like, even subconsciously? I would think, (laughs) like, technically, you probably can't submit, like, hey, uh, lick my asshole and my clit on, uh, you know, send tweet into the court, but, like, something about that has to infiltrate. Like, I don't get it. It gives me a cluster headache. Like, I don't get how she doesn't see how she's coming off. And I'm not even seeing people be at all supportive of Erica on Twitter like they were last season. Not a lick. Like, it's crickets for Erica. I I would really, like, if you guys have seen anybody who's still actively supporting Erica, please let me know. Because I'd I'd be very curious to to see what these people are saying. At this point, Erica... Reveals that the case that everybody's talking about, this earring case in Chicago, was actually just dropped that morning. And I actually found some articles that talked about this, and it would have happened around January 29th. Um, those, all these headlines were about the the case being dismissed. So the statement says that pursuant to the stipulation, the plaintiff's claims against Defendants EJ Global LLC and Erica Girardi are dismissed, dismissed without prejudice and without costs. Now, now I think for people who maybe aren't, uh, you know, that in tune with legal terms, you would say, Oh, it's dismissed without prejudice. That's a good thing for Erica. Not, not so much. (laughs) All that means is that the case is dismissed in the state of Illinois, but as we find out later, um, they can refile it. And they did in California. So Eric is acting like this is an out and out victory when it is not. It's just like, okay, we slayed this dragon. Um, but the Demogorgon's is coming back again to the upside down. He's, he's forming his little uh, webs or whatever in, in the upside down. And, uh, he's coming back. He's coming back, girl. You better have 11 on your side. Cause other than that, Millie, Millie, can you hear me? (laughs) Are you busy right now? You might need to help Erica. Are you guys, um, one of those people who just, like, it flashes in your mind that that girl's name is Millie Bobby Brown? And you think, did her parents, like, say it out loud? (laughs) it just doesn't flow right anyway we don't have to get into this i'm coming i'm thinking about names a lot because it was just announced that trisha paytas named her child uh malibu barbie paytas um you know could have been worse (laughs) could have been a lot worse Where am I? Millie Bobby Brown, Malibu Barbie. Okay, Kyle. So (laughs) Kyle is asking the rest of the women if they had heard that the lawsuit had been dropped. And Lisa pulls out her phone and reads the headline. Sutton reveals finally that this was the case, one of her many cases, that uh, the lawyers had called Sutton about and wanted more information on. So Crystal tells the ladies what I just told you guys about how it's going to be re- refiled in California. So it doesn't really absolve Erica of anything outside of the state of Illinois. And Kyle says, listen, I always thought Erica was innocent. I just had an issue with what she was saying about the victims. And I think we're going to have a talk with her about it. So on the way to chemo, Sabi, <laughs> I don't like that. The girls end up walking past Erica and Diana and Dorit in the store, but they can't, nobody notices, but Kathy. So they're all in the store, Dorit, uh, Diana, and Erica. Kathy tries to open it and the doors were locked. I'm assuming the doors were, I think the doors were locked when they got there. I'm assuming that they shut this place down to uh, let them film, right? And so they wouldn't have the public come in. So the person's asking, like, oh, should we let her in? And they're like, no. So, what a, what a fake. What a fake out from that trailer because I was, like, hype thinking, oh my god, this is Kathy's villain season. I called it. They're sick of her. She's an asshole. And this whole time, the assholes were in the room. And frankly, Kathy... I don't need you going in there and i um, getting their stink on you. So I don't, honestly, it's getting to the point where I don't even look at Diana on screen anymore because I know what's going to happen. And if I see her lick those lips one more time, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> I can't even look at her. I'm just like, okay, let me look at her from the neck down because I I'm safe there. I don't know what's happening up top. I I have not seen Diana's face in several episodes for my own mental health. (laughs) Finally, the gang goes to this dumb hat store and Kyle's acting like this is a rite of passage. Like everybody who comes to Aspen, you have to do this. You have to get your customized hat, the whole thing, right? Then we have to hear this long winded story about Kyle's journey through her love of hats. Is that what we've got here? That you love a cowboy hat? That you wear hats? That over? That you grew up loving hats and you've got a bunch of them? That, that's what we've got. Okay. So this dumb hat store has a bar. And as we know, last week, Kathy was trying to, um, you know, uh, bake in some advertisement for her tequila line. And she whispers to, I think Kyle, like, hey, they have my tequila here. Which gets back to Rena. So Rina decides to take this opportunity to shade Kathy on um, pushing a product. That's right, you guys. Same Lisa Rina that we've seen go to QVC. We've seen had multiple um, Rina beauty parties. We've had to go to a photo shoot and a party for her daughter's uh, fashion line that I'm assuming does not exist anymore. Um, so many storylines about Harry's Bolognese um, this whole thing that we had to see about the Rena Rosé that was spawned from one of the least memorable trips of in Housewives history when they went to France we're supposed to remember from all those seasons ago that she liked Rosé and this is like the culmination but you want to make fun of Kathy for asking you guys to take a shot on camera okay Okay, I. <sighs> Rena really chaps my ass. She even makes a joke about how, yeah, they probably have it at the bar because Kathy planted it there. Yeah, she probably did. That's what all of you guys do. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? Hello? Anyway, um, so this bitch then is like, oh, Kathy, your tequila's here? That's so interesting. Bartender, um, can you just uh, give me a little bit of that 818 tequila? It's, um, my good friend Kendall Jenner's. My friend Kendall Jenner, 818. Can we see it for the camera? And I'm gonna taste it. Ooh, that's so good. It's like candy. It's so sweet. I love it. 818 My Best Friend Kendall Jenner. Now, I know Kara knows that they have had multiple um, uh, 818 tequila events across the country. I ain't seen Lisa Rinna at Nan Nanon. Not one. And I think somebody <laughs> uh, went to, to Instagram to see if Kendall follows Lisa. Her, her alleged very best friend and, and uh, no results found. Okay, so Kathy's staring at Lisa like daggers from the back corner of this hat bar or whatever. Like, I cannot believe she heard the shit and she is pissed. Like I said, Lisa's going full QVC about this whole thing, like showing the camera, doing all this stunts and shows. Just stick it to Kathy, bitch. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. Um, so Kyle... Tells Kathy, oh, you just need to shake your mood. You know, and Kathy's like, no, 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 I'm leaving. I'm leaving. This is why Kyle's horrific, okay? I have sisters. Y'all know that I take up for my sisters. And if I saw somebody do that, I'd be like, if this was my friend and my sister, I'd be like, yo, like, get it to, like, (laughs) I would have taken her aside and be like, this isn't, like, cool. Like, I don't, you know, like, something to be like. This is my family. You're here on a trip that I invited you to. Ain't nobody care about Kendall Jenner right now, okay? They don't care. And neither do you. She's literally just doing this to be mean to Kathy. So then Kathy tells Kyle, um, by the way, like, I'm leaving, but also don't say anything to Lisa. Like, just don't, Okay. So then Kathy goes over to the bar. Clearly Kyle and Kathy have a relationship with this person behind the bar. um, And she's like, hey, like, can you do me a solid and like, make sure that the label's facing the camera? Like, I'm going to have to do something myself because clearly nobody else wants to help me. Sutton and Garcelle are also there and they're hearing what's happening, but Kathy's telling them don't say anything i just don't want to make an issue of things but then she starts mock mocking lisa just like oh i wanted to try kendall jenner's 818 <laughs> she goes right in front of me and kyle didn't do a goddamn thing i'm with you girl i'm with you like is it annoying to have to watch these housewives hawk their shit but also like yeah it is but also we know that that's half the reason why they come on the show and we all just have to like you know close our eyes and and keep it moving and we've done this so many times over for Lisa. And now she's acting like this is the greatest annoyance of her life. Lisa Rinna. Lisa, I took a million dollar check for some fucking adult diapers, Rinna. And now all of a sudden you've got uh, rules as to what is shameless and what isn't. Okay, put a diaper on. Put another diaper on and tell us, tell us about being shameless. Tell us. Kyle is obviously picking up on Kathy's mood, but in a confessional, she says, that once Kathy gets like that, it's hard to talk her down. So what Kyle decides to do in real time is just prance around chemosabi and stare at herself in the mirror. But Kathy ends up leaving, and we hear her saying, I'm fucking pissed off as she walks out. And then Kyle starts to tries to start this narrative about how, you know, how much Kathy's negative mood can affect her because they're sisters and... She even asked the bartender for some Kleenex, but not a tear, not a tear happened because she knows she doesn't actually care. Diana, Dorit and Erica are still separated from the rest of the group and they're walking around, And Erica's asking Diana, which I feel like she's been doing these like sly, hey, um, like jokes, alleged jokes. I don't feel like anybody's ever laughing like, hey, can I borrow your credit card and and buy some things? Or, hey, uh, Diana, can we go into Van Cleef and watch you buy jewelry since I can't do it? (laughs) So this brings up the conversation about how uh, Diana, ever the classy woman or whatever, says that she... Uh, really likes to um, buy older pieces, right? Instead of going into a jewelry store and how they're actually really investments along the way. And Erica brings up those damn earrings again. And then I notice I think she was wearing those earrings, these criminal earrings of hers. So she's like, yeah, you know, the earrings are, they were bought at $7.90 and now they're worth like $1.3 million. Dorit, again, not saying anything, but in a confessional, she says... (laughs) It takes a certain kind of person to wear something that's such a controversial topic of conversation. Yeah. Dorit, let's expand on that. Why don't you you say what type of person that makes Erica? And then I'll come after. You say it first. And then we'll just see if we agree. Say it, girl. One of you. Please, just say it. Then Erica makes some weird comment about how Diana takes in refugees. <laughs> and then Diana is in a confessional, like dead ass, like talking about how she knew that Erica and Dorit were in distress. So she did the right thing by letting them crash at her five star hotel or whatever. Now, okay, we can give Dorit a little pass cause she's got PTSD, right? But the idea that you three <laughs> are referring to each other as refugees in Aspen Aspen? Baby. Erica, you're literally wearing $1.3 million worth of earrings. Just chunks of diamond right now. You ain't no refugee girl. Poor. Poor taste. Speaking of poor taste, Kyle's still whooping it over at Kemosabi and making people set their hats on fire so that it looks more distressed. Like. Ugh. These are the things about wealth that, like, and new money that really disgust me. Like, you paid $500 for a hat that was sprayed with alcohol, rubbing alcohol, and set on fire to make it look more rugged. This is truly Kyle in a in a nutshell. Like, ugh, The fake Americana, the down-home. $500 on a cowboy hat that somebody set on fire. Ugh. Kyle wants to be Ralph Lauren so bad. <laughs> she really does. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Doreen calls Kyle. Cause she's been talking to Diana and Erica and she's like, you know, I knew how much Kimosabi meant for, to Kyle, but I don't want to leave you guys. So I'm just going to like FaceTime her and let her know. So she FaceTimes Kyle and says, Hey, just so you know, like Erica, doesn't feel good. And so I think I'm just going to stick with her. Kyle cuts her off immediately. And was like, Dree, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to be really upset if you don't come. And Dree says, hey, Eric is only with two other people. You're with five. It's fine. And Kyle says, well, my feelings are already hurt. So in a confessional, Kyle says that between Erica packing up and leaving, uh, Kathy being mean to her, and now... The greatest offense of all, Dorit not showing up to a fucking hat store. Kyle says that she's really sick of having her feelings hurt. Yeah, well, I'm sick of it, too, because we're having to watch this. Your feelings aren't hurt. Oh, God. Kyle issues Dorit an ultimatum and says, if you want to stay there with Erica, then that's on you. But you could also be here doing something that I had planned for months. But if you want, want to do that, then then bye. And she just hangs up on her. <laughs> For a hat? This is really wild. Um, so Dorit's just kind of what? She goes back into the restaurant and she's like Kyle just hung up on me. And Erica's like, girl just go. Like, I'm fine. I'm in my feelings right now, but if Kyle's even more in her feelings about this store, then just go. Like, I'm good. Just a, a thought. Do we think that there was more to that Kathy leaving scene than what we saw? And that Maybe Kathy was a lot more mean to Kyle because (laughs) other than that, like, I don't really get it. Kyle now has tears in her eyes. (laughs) And now Lisa's playing uh, America's Next Top Best Friend with Kyle and is like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm just going to try and find them. (laughs) So she takes to the streets of downtown Aspen. Why she couldn't just text Dorit and ask her, what restaurant are you guys at is beyond me. But she actually ends up finding them. And uh, Kyle keeps crying, and tells everybody that it's really fucking selfish of Erica. And you know she could have just come to this event and been polite like everybody else has to do in these situations. But instead, Erica hasn't responded to them all day, to any of them, and she's just started, decided to take the other two onto her team. And Kyle's like, "Fuck you." So, like I said. Lisa's out in those dumb aviator glasses and she ends up finding them. The first thing that Erica says when she hugs Lisa is dismissed without prejudice. (laughs) Okay. So now Dorit is hot under her Gucci and she's like, you know, I just feel like I'm getting blamed for stuff that I shouldn't. Why am I in it? Lisa tries to convince all of them. Let's just all hang out together. This is apparently... The most important thing on the planet to Kyle. And, you know, this it's her happy place. <laughs> and Erica says, well, I had something that I wanted to show you guys. And it's a lot more important than this shit. So Lisa meets back up with Kyle at the house. We're, we've left chemosabi. Thank God. Amen. So she meets back up with her at the house to say that the other lady's got pizza. Kyle starts crying... Again, about how she shows up to everybody's event and that this was a private shopping trip and she also can't believe that Dorita's is sticking around Erica when Erica's acting like an asshole, which, you know, is slightly a fair question. Lisa encourages Kyle, say something. Say something. And then Kathy says, well, you know, it doesn't feel good when people aren't there for you and I know what that's like. (laughs) Kathy actually kind of sides with Erica and says, She feels like Ergo's probably embarrassed. And if she were in that position, right or wrong, she probably would have left too. Kyle says in a confessional that she doesn't know what happened with Kathy, but it seems like now Kathy's not as upset as she was at the store. To which I said, do you know your sister? Because I'm looking at her right now. And based on the extremely passive aggressive thing she's saying about how to react when people piss you off, uh, I don't think she's over it, girl. I don't think even with the hindsight that we have of watching the rest of the episode, I'm like, she's pissed. She's really fucking pissed. (laughs) She's definitely pissed at Lisa still. Hasn't gotten over it. And she's trying to stick it to her. Uh, And you think that she's better. Okay. Okay. So Dorit then pulls up to Kyle's place. And for some reason, Kyle's crying in her bedroom, totally by herself. So, (laughs) So when she opens the door, Kyle really lets the chopper spray on Dorit about how she thinks of Dorit like family and asks her if she felt like Erica was being an asshole the night before and how Dorit's basically putting herself in the middle. middle. So Dorit tries to say, well, you should have seen Erica the night before she was crying. And then Kyle screeches in her face, fuck off, I don't care. She's like really mad. So in a confessional, Kyle says that Dorit's basically telling her. That she cares more about Erica's feelings than her feelings. And on top of that, she helped Erica pack her things from her home and leave. This is, like, not about what we're talking about. This is a person, Kyle, who clearly thinks that she is the queen bee of this group. And now people are leaving her home. They're not setting expensive hats on fire. And she wants to take her toys and play and go because she feels like they're not kissing the ring. A chunky ring of Kyle's gnarled fingers. Lisa tries to tell Kyle and Dorit, let's just put a pin in things before dinner, but then they keep bickering back and forth. Kyle goes back into her bedroom, and then out pops Mauricio from nowhere. And he says, I want to talk to you guys, you Kyle and Dorit, because I just feel like I need to speak up on behalf of me and PK's friendship. So Mauricio tells Kyle and Dorit, I know you guys love each other and the reality is that you guys aren't fighting because of something going on between you two, right? So you guys just need to get past it and move on. Cody Brown, Cody Brown, do you hear me? This is how you um, navigate fights between two sister wives. This is how you do it. And before you the audience say, Kara, Dorit is not um, a sister wife to Kyle and Mauricio, I would say, "Mm, are you sure about that? Are we sure? (laughs) Dorit and Kyle hug it out, but then Kyle says that she needs a few minutes. So she tells everybody to go ahead on to dinner. I'm going to collect myself and cry or whatever. And I want to talk about Dorit and Mauricio for like 20 minutes, you guys. There's just like, clearly, and people keep, every time I say this, this is why I don't like talking about Beverly Hills on Twitter. Every, every time. And it's been like twice that I've, alluded to or just flat out explicitly said that uh, Mauricio and Dorit are fucking or that the editors are intentionally showing us these moments. Inevitably, there's somebody being like, how dare you? They're not doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Why are we just having fun? Okay. And honestly, like, don't act like you wouldn't be grateful if Mauricio and Dorit were fucking. And don't let's not act like it wouldn't be hot, kind of like I'd be into it. Drop the OnlyFans i'm not even joking i think they would make a a really hot couple like one of those couples you see and you're like hmm do i want to have a threesome no i'm not bisexual but like i know that they would treat me well i know that i would have a good time and it wouldn't be weird you know that's what i think i don't see that when i see kyle and mauricio you know there's just like a lot of sexual energy between them. And I'm I'm liking watching it. And if you guys aren't, then you're missing out. And I don't know what to tell you. So everybody gets to the restaurant. Kyle arrives a few minutes later. But it's very clear that the 10 or 20 minutes that she took to collect herself was enough for her to z- decide that she needs to throw Dorit under the bus. And who does she run to? none other than the loving arms of Garcelle. Isn't that very interesting? How you're so buddy-buddy with Garcelle now that you're mad at basically everybody else that you're actually friends with. Hmm. Well, let's, let's drag Garcelle under the bus that I've thrown her under, put Dorit down there, and then we can be friends, girl. So anyway, she decides to tell Garcelle and the other ladies that she was really hurt by Dorit's choice to stay with Erica and Diana and how Dorit had told her that Erica was so upset and that she was a broken woman. And Garcelle's like, what? (laughs) Erica's a broken woman. Are you kidding me? Then Dorit pulls up to the table and she tells all the rest of the ladies that Erica was super upset. They talked about a lot of things that night and she had been really struggling And this is right as Erica and Diana walk in. I really have a um, laser focus on people whose colors don't match. Like if you're wearing like a black top and a black pants, like you want the blacks to match. And you can't always tell. Sometimes you're just a victim to a flash in a camera and you know, it is what it is. But Erica was wearing three very distinctly different pinks in her sweater, in the vest and in her gloves. And it really irked me. And I hope somebody saw that because not a single pink matched. And it really was troublesome to me. Um, That's something that I have to deal with on my own and I will, but I just wanted to tell you and you let me know if you felt that way too. So Dorit ushers Erica over to the bar immediately Kyle starts whispering to Carcel about uh can you just talk to me because I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. <sighs> hey, Kyle, I need you to graduate from high school. <laughs> I'm begging you. In your mind, please put the cap on and and pull that tassel over to the side, girl, because this is like some real high school girl shit, middle school girl shit. Like, girl, you are a strong 50. Gotta be, right? Just deep in the 50s. <sighs> here's here's it's like more for me i need to know that in my future i'm not staring down the barrel of this sort of behavior like i need to know that it gets better so kyle i need you to get better right now because in like the 15 to 20 years when i'm your age no shade um i just need to know that like i'm not going to be fighting with my girlfriends like this and whispering like oh can you talk to me because i'm mad at everybody else Ooh, (laughs) Like, girl Get out, of, get out of the lunch table and go home. You have, you have a husband and children. And you're whispering to somebody that you don't even like, please talk to me because my other friends are mad at me. Well, couldn't be me. Kyle, fortunately, decides to nut up and goes up to the bar where Dorit and Erica are sitting and asks Dorit to excuse herself so that she and Erica can have a one-on-one conversation. So when Kyle says, I just wanted to speak to you privately, Erica, Erica goes, did you see the headline from today? Did you see it? And Kyle says, yeah. And congratulations, by the way. And Erica says, do you see why I fought so hard last night? Do you understand? And Kyle has to say, okay, again, I don't think you're guilty. I just thought that you should show a little empathy. And Erica says to whom? Uh, <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face right now. I'm, I'm looking around at this empty hotel room like, what do you mean to who? <laughs> Keep up, girl. To who? So Kyle says, to the victims. Uh, if you show empathy to the victims, it doesn't mean that you're to blame. And Erica says, I have shown compassion. And I just feel like the other ladies want something from me that I can't give them, and I just, like, can't go certain places. And Kyle says, okay, but no lawyer's going to tell you that you can't show empathy when you say things. Like, it's not my fucking problem. Like, that's an issue. So Erica says, but it's not my problem. And do you know whose responsibility it is to clean this shit up? Gerardi Keys? luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm not responsible for all that shit. I feel very bad, and those who have been legitimately wrong need to be taken care of. But it's not going to happen for a while. And right now everything else is coming at me and I have a lot to deal with. So, um, no. Am I the most cuddly person on the planet right now? No. They're not my problem. I inherited this problem. <sighs> Maya and I talked last week about, like, what uh, Erica could possibly say. And I'm pretty sure that none of it was, like, um, it, it's... The, when she says things like potential victims or those who have been legitimately wronged, it calls into question these, like, victims. And I have to admit, have I Googled properly to see if there have been any um, people who have purported themselves to be victims, not actually be the case, and they're just looking for a bag? Um no, I haven't seen that. I haven't heard that. Could it be possible? Sure, but I feel like if it were Erica would have been pretty loud and proud about that, and she would have more of a reason to call these people legitimate uh potential victims or people who've been legitimately wronged. but then it happened. girl, then it happened, and that's the things that she slips in that make people feel like she's an unfeeling bitch and also just saying like I don't care about anybody but myself that didn't help Erica also seems to be of the mindset of like I said something once and therefore you guys should just accept it first of all I'm not really sure that she's ever really showed a lot of contrition but it's also like the fact that she's saying that there's just a limit. And that she doesn't understand why people aren't remembering from nine months ago that she may have possibly said something nice, and that that's just supposed to carry over <laughs> like <laughs> it's not, so why don't you just say it again? And if you inherit something, that means that it's yours. So you can't really just say that's not, you know, like I can't say oh um my you know i don't know uncle died and he gave me a house i can't say that's not my house i just inherited it no it's it's your house so you gotta take care of it So then erica says that people are constantly throwing shit at her and she would like to come to a group of friends and not have them do that they make up i guess but kyle says that While Erica is her friend, she just doesn't agree with everything she's saying. But she also doesn't want to argue with somebody that she cares about. So, you know, she'd just rather make up and move on. Darcel has been watching them from afar. And she says in a confessional, there are different rules for people in this group. Erica and Kyle can fight for two minutes and they're good. But Erica can hold a grudge against Sutton for years. There's obviously a double standard. Meanwhile, Dorit and Crystal are having their own side conversation while they're playing pool about Erica. Crystal points out that Erica seems to want to have her friends to have compassion for her, but where is Erica's compassion for the victims? And Dorit Dorit says Erica just feels like it's just victims, victims, victims. And Crystal says, "Well, yeah, because there are victims." And so Dorit asks Kyle or Crystal. Did you read the article that came out? And she says, yeah, for, for sure. I don't really understand your position. And Dorit says, well, my position is that I don't know all the facts and neither do you. And I feel like the way that Dorit said that she really thought she was doing something, but she wasn't. She really wasn't. So Crystal says, well, I live with a moral compass and I like to know that the people I surround myself with share that moral compass <sighs> Kyle and Lisa are now yucking it up with Erica about the things that she did the night before. Like, as if it's funny. Like, oh, look at you. When you were ranting and raving about how you didn't care about the victims, you had your uh, your little leg kicked up like a cowboy. <laughs> Isn't that funny? LOL, girl. <laughs> uh, what a fun time we had last night. Now Crystal's talking to Sutton. And she says, what happened last night was not Okay. And Crystal says Erica will always think it's okay. And then Crystal says in a confessional, am I surprised at Lisa, Kyle and Erica that they're acting like this is nothing and they're laughing, and they're making light of what happened last night? No. If I was screaming all night like Erica did to me, I'm sure they wouldn't be making light of it today. It would go on forever. <laughs> truly, truly. So Crystal's got a battery in her back at this point, and she decides to go over to the ladies and Erica to tell Erica she didn't like the way she spoke to her. And she feels like Erica just talks down to her, and Erica just stares at her and just like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Crystal says that I said the same thing to you that the Garcelle said to you at dinner, and yet I'm the one who's being painted as an asshole. And so Erica says, well, we're talking about the law and crystal says, why does there need to be a difference? <laughs> and Erica screams at her because I'm being fucking sued. I've been nothing but support and supportive and nice and honest to you. And all of a sudden I'm not doing enough for your ego. So Erica referring to the time where they were where Bass Lake or whatever <laughs> on the boat. Uh, and crystal was upset about how the ladies were treating her and, or, uh, Crystal, Erica, sorry guys, Erica tells Crystal, um, you need to stand up for yourself. Like these, what these women are saying to you are not okay, blah, blah, blah. So now Erica's turning that around. I was supportive to you one time, Crystal. One time. Okay. And now here you are acting like a bitch. <laughs> Good one. Good one, Erica. So Crystal says, why is it a problem again for me to feel this way? That I feel like you should show compassion for the victims, but it's not a problem for Garcelle. Why did you call me an asshole? And Erica says, because you are. So Lisa, again, famous for saying just a couple episodes ago that when two people get into it in this group, you're on your own, you're on your own, you're on your own, she decides to take up for Erica like a complete hypocrite and ask Crystal, Erica... Erica's been nothing but supportive to you all this time. Like, why did you choose last night to go after her? And so Crystal says, I came from a place of reading that article that we all read, and I thought it was a concrete situation. I thought that the earrings came from the Girardi Keys account for sure Erica keeps spouting some bullshit and tries to act like she won by having her lawsuit dismissed but Crystal says in a confessional this isn't a win for Erica I don't know why we're all acting like it is regardless of who gets exonerated the victims still exist so Erica basically tells Crystal that you know maybe I shouldn't have been supportive to you maybe I should just have let you fight it out on your own (laughs) asshole kyle asks everybody if they could put a put put a pin in this conversation so that they can go to like some some other club that she's got private membership to sounds like you know whatever aspen's equivalent to the soho house is and you know can we just go for a quick drink because i'm a member and like i really want to go just let's go really quickly okay so the screen pops up and says later that night dot 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 Kathy's in a car with Kyle and Erica. And she says they're on the way to this stupid bar. And Kathy's talking about how, oh, you know, I haven't been to that bar in 20 years. I'm dressed casually. I'm not sure if they're going to let me in or not. But you know, if they don't, y'all have fun without me. So they get out of the car. And then the screen says several hours later, dot, dot, dot. And a screenshot pops up and it says, Lisa's text to Erica. So Lisa texts Erica I got in a sprinter with Kathy and she just had an absolute meltdown. I've never seen or heard anything like that in my life. Anger, screaming, throwing things, crying. I'm locked in my room. And so Erica's just responding like, OMG, what the heck, whatever. And then Lisa continues and says, the hatred that just came out of her towards her sister, I'm speechless. So in a voiceover, Lisa Rena says, I know that there's an idea of Kathy Hilton, that she's a socialite who's kind and loving and it's a pillar of society. And the world thinks that she's somebody that she's not. And then we get a screenshot of Kathy texting Lisa. Silence is golden and I'm staying silent. Dot, dot, dot. And I guess we'll have to see what happens next week what do we think you guys now that we've had months of back and forth and it's very clear that okay if you guys don't know i'll just put you on some game the rumor that lisa has been spreading for months now is that kathy flew off the handle while they were in aspen and ended up screaming homophobic and possibly even racial epithets at sutton's uh a stylist or somebody who was there. Um, was he black? Was it the same one that was putting that puffy coat into her thing? Because he was white, right? He was definitely not black. Anyway, um, so that's been the predominant rumor. Now, the interesting thing is that you would think if Kathy yelled at Sutton's stylist or a person who works for her And they, Kathy said something racist. You would, it would be safe to assume that both Garcelle and Sutton would not be fucking with Kathy today, and yet they are. Like, they were just hanging out last week and kikiing with each other. I just find it very hard to believe that Kathy would have, like, screamed some racial shit or some homophobic shit, and then Garcelle would be, like, uh, hanging out with her and kicking it with her. I just find that very hard to believe. It's very hard for me to wrap my mind around that. Um, I don't know, y'all. I heard that there were – apparently there was no group photo taken after the reunion, which apparently has never happened before in Housewives history, and that, like, nobody hung out afterwards, and it got really explosive, and there were bombshells dropped, and arguments that happened, and, you know – I think we've all been burned a time or seven before with uh, the sensationalism that comes out of uh, Beverly Hills, only to find out that it was like true boring shit. But I just have a very hard time believing Rena in this. I really, really do. And I think Kathy and Kyle are might be friends in real time now. So I don't know. Fuck. The point is, is fuck Lisa Rena, okay? Anyway, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to join my family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for speaking.